0: Let's look ahead to Sunday in the NBA. How do we stream in to win the matchup? Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and $125 for a ceramic mug with two handles, seems okay. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore b-ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. If I can find the thing. Yes, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on That is linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Go ahead and double bang. Watch the video, listen to the audio. Make sure you're always thumbing. Make sure you're subscribing. We're still doing Operation 80K. Don't worry about that. We're getting there. Maybe we'll get the end of the season. Tough ask, but you never know. Um, And then, of course, the big pre-bang, the big triple-bang on the old live trade deadline show, Thursday, February 8th, six days away, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go ahead and like the video. Let's hit 1,500 pre-bangs on that. It'll be linked below. It'll be linked above. Go and check it out. We are talking about Sunday in the NBA, and I've been very adamant. Did the week 16 preview earlier today and said, do not use your waiver ads. Save your waiver ads. Um, do not stream to begin the week. Said that I mean many times. If big injury situations happen or early trades happen, then way up whether you whether making that ad makes sense. That's how all of that works. I don't, and I know this was going to happen. I know it was going to happen because sometimes I'm not very clear. When I am talking about streaming today for Sunday to end week 15, that is the complete not the same thing as not streaming next week. Stream your ass off for. Sunday get whatever you need in to win your matchup it does not count for next week you don't need to save your week 15 uh, streaming ads for the trade deadline you do that once the Sunday has clicked over and a smart way of doing it is to stream for Sunday but stream for Sunday plus the beginning of the week chunk it up get your extra games in Monday through Wednesday of week 16 by using a guy who plays Sunday and then two more two more games to begin week 16 That is how you counteract that issue. That is how how we're approaching this. We also just got news as I, in between recording the two shows today, that Zach Levine is out for the season with foot surgery. Still a really weird scenario. Apparently, it seems like him and his agency pushed for the surgery. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think he's going to be traded now. You still can be traded when you're injured. But, No one's going to want to do that, I'm guessing, because they would want to use Zach Levine now. And I don't think a bad team is going to want to acquire Levine right now to have him sit and do nothing for you. Maybe they do. I I don't expect that. We have saw that in the past with uh, the Warriors and Andrew Bogut when they traded Monte Alice for him. Got Bogut, didn't play the whole rest of the season. Dynasty straight after that, basically. They did that, made themselves worse, got an asset for the next season and went on. Not sure that's going to fit in there with Levine. We, and again, the questions will come. Who do I add now that Levine's out? Levine has been out. We have seen this team without Levine. We know what happens without Levine. So Caruso, yes. Dasumu, yes. Dasumu probably does get impacted when Patrick Williams is back, but that's a couple of weeks. So just add Caruso, add Dasumu. That's that's what you need to do. Deeper leagues, you look at Julian Phillips, Dalen and Terry, Javon Carter, but that's like 20 teamers. It's just a very clear add of Caruso, which has been for the whole season. It's a very clear add of Io Dasumu, who's stepping up at the moment. And that is your impact of Zach Levine being traded. I don't know if that changes anything about this team making moves at the deadline. No idea. But that is where we're at. With that, let us let us talk about injuries and a lot of stuff just has sort of come out of the blue here for Sunday, as is the uh, as happens at this point of the year. We are heading towards the All Star break. Players get uh, exhausted, fatigued. Injuries build up. This happens a lot at this point of the year. It's very, very normal for um, overuse, overwear injuries. For 60% of the season, if stuff just builds up and they start to be more injuries at this point, it is pretty common. Marvin Bagley is out for the Wizards, so that's a couple more minutes probably going on to Dan Gafford there. I don't think that Gafford gets traded. If he does get traded, then Bagley's the guy that you want. Bagley also has really shown an inability to stay healthy through his career. Um, But as an 18-minute backup, Bagley's not a hold at all. They're also going to be missing Kyle Kuzma and Isaiah Livers. So big opportunities for Billal, who also is on the injury report, and Corey Kispert even to step up into that role. And then you've got those... uh are backup center, man. It's going to have to be Anthony Gill because they've got no one now again. Jaron's out. Told you that I wasn't very confident in Jaron Jackson's rest of season value. Was not happy, confident at all. And now we're just seeing it start to, start to bump up this... Grizzlies team is going to be frustrating every single game. There's going to be seven guys, eight guys on the injury report every single game. You're going to have guys like Jaron out with hip soreness today. Like, he's just going to be all over the place. So is Canard. So is Concha. So is Vince, probably, maybe. So is Smart if he comes back. So is Bane if he comes back. Uh, Tillman with his knee. Aldama will do it. Everyone will do it. And it makes any sort of opportunity there hard to do. That's why I was always advocating to, once this stuff all went awry, to just try and move on from Jaron for a top 50 guy. Not great. is going to be still out. Zaya Williams, whatever's going on with him and his hand issue. Even if Zaya played 30 minutes a night, I wouldn't even touch him in 12 minutes. I just think he's not very good. Duncan Robertson's still out with his concussion. And Lamello ball remains out. I have zero idea what is going on here. This, of course, is the Hornets and their terrible injury report. It came literally out of Lamello's mouth saying... This was on Monday saying, oh yeah, look, it's just a bit sore. I think I should be back next game. That's what he said. But he hasn't. They're not telling us what the hell is going on. It's soreness. Like, what has actually happened? This franchise, I don't really blame Lamelo Ball. I Obviously, I prefer it if he was wearing ankle braces and he's going to have to do that. But this franchise is a joke. I, I, I don't... This is no update. Like, what is what is actually going on here? Why is he missing this time with ankle soreness? This is going to mean Lamelo falls into the... Kawhi Leonard zone of drafts next season where you can get him a pick 40 and he's probably top 10 per game. And that'll be very intriguing to do that, to pick him there. But this is just frustrating because we don't know. They're not telling us anything. It is, again, poor injury reporting. Is it actually soreness? Or is there something else going on? Like Mark Williams' back problem, which we still have no update from this absolutely foolish team. Gordon Haywood will remain out for how much longer? I don't know. No idea what this team is doing. Um, the Bronco Jalen Williams and Isaiah Joe remain out for the Thunder. They went to a Case and Wallace starting group last time with Lou Dort at the four. There's still there's the Wallace, there's the Wiggins, there's the Jengs, there's uh, Kendrick Williams, there's a bunch of guys they sort of shuttle in and out there that makes their rotation tough to tough to guess. Jonte Porter will be out, but Yuka Pirtle is back in Toronto. and Tari next season remains out as well. I don't think that it is worthwhile holding Tari Eason personally. I still don't know when he's going to come back. I still don't know what restriction he's going to be on when he comes back. Is he going to play back-to-backs when he returns? Will it flare up again? Um, What happens with the presence of Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore who weren't playing when Eason was doing that earlier in the season? There are just too many questions that I can easily throw out there about what his role is that I suggest that he's not going to be useful. He will have the occasional good game, but is there a 28-minute path here for Tari? Not really. There's just too many other things floating around. Plus, I just don't know when he's going to play. The cashier Xavier Tillman is doubtful. Cool, like no point rostering him. He'll play thirty six minutes and then not play, and then play ten minutes. It's all over the shop. Not not worth it. Muscala is questionable with his concussion. Bilal Koulibaly is dealing with uh what injury does Bilal actually uh allegedly have? Lower back contusion. Uh, he would have been a nice stream guy, but they could be out Kuzma and Bilal, so a ton of minutes opening up for guys like well, Avdia to bump. But even like kiss but there. Tyus Jones. Hurt his ankle last game. He's questionable in this game. This would bump Jordan Poole up a lot, more to Kispert, and then probably DeLon Wright would have to jump into a larger role. Don't feel so- they're barely playing him, though, so maybe they just go to Johnny Davis instead. I, I don't know. It's going to be ugly. They're going to turn into Memphis ugly, I think, later on as well. Um, Jalen Brown's popped up as questionable on the injury report. We know what happens if he is out. It means Al Horford gets more minutes, and then you get a trickle down to Pritchard and Cornette in that spot as well. More Grizzlies nonsense here with um, Lil John Conchar and Vince Williams both questionable. So look, if these, all these guys are out, like what happens? Like Scottie Pippen went from starting last game to zero minutes. He went to the G League. Jacob Gilliard played thirty-three minutes after barely playing. Derek Rose is back. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about that team, and I will, I don't think I will all season. Four-week re-evaluation. Ivica Zubac is back within eighteen days. What 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 is this? Is a trend that has never happened before, by the way of teams giving out these reevaluation dates. In the past, they would give out a re-evaluation, re-evaluation date and without fail, the re-evaluation date would come. They'd probably be two days behind on reporting it. And then they said, oh yeah, he's progressing well. He's either in practice or he's progressing well. Um, we'll re-evaluate in another week. That that was the common thing that would happen. And we've seen that with DeAnthony Melton with the Sixers. But now, how many times has this happened? Zach Collins, Tyrese Halliburton, maybe Desmond Bain, and now Zubats coming back a week and a half earlier than the re-evaluation date. It's like the information that these teams provide in the injury report isn't worth the paper that it's written on. So if Zubats actually is back, Plumley, Tice, Westbrook all lose value. And then in Indiana, speaking of injury reports and what does this mean? Tyrese Halliburton, questionable. I thought he was playing with limited minutes through this. Don't tell me he heard it again what do I make of this? Benedict Matherin played 37 minutes or whatever it was in his first game back. He's questionable again with a, a toe issue. Sticks is questionable. Cool. Miles um, Turner is questionable. So we might have a million minutes available for Andrew Nampart, who played six seconds last game. Why? I don't know. Well, I do know because Kyle's reasoning was, yeah, he's just been under a, a huge load at the moment. Cool. I, I think you could do more if you've been under a huge load than played six, play six seconds. No sense. Rotations make no sense on that team. Um, We just got Brook Lopez ruled out for personal reasons for Saturday as well. don't know if that impacts him on um, Sunday too. Whew, that's another one. Rowan Barrett, questionable. He hasn't played for a while. Andre Jackson, questionable. Now, Jackson has been ruled out for Saturday, so he's questionable here. Jeremy Grant, questionable. Uh, he left the last game early and that gave huge minutes to the guards. Cade Cunningham is probable. Contavious Caldwell Pope is probable. Peyton Watson is probable. And the Cornetto, Luke Cornet is probable. A reminder early game tomorrow. 3 p.m. Eastern. Early finish to games as well. Games finishing, or the last game tips off at 8 30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. So just a a lot. A lot going on. A lot going on. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Small businesses, you know what you need to do. You need to come in there and you need to be your best. You need to have success in 2024. And one of the ways to do that is by improving your hiring practices. Putting your job up on LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just another job board. LinkedIn has access to a network of professionals, over a billion of them, in fact. And small businesses will attest that when you put your ad on LinkedIn Jobs, you can find your ad in front of a qualified candidate, get a response from a qualified candidate within 24 hours, 86% of the time. As a small business owner, you've got so many things that you need to do, whether that is hiring staff, whether it's running your business, front-facing customer stuff, marketing, whatever. I've run a business, my partner runs a business. We know this, hiring is a huge thing. And getting the right people in so you don't have to waste your time is really, really key. And that's where LinkedIn jobs can come in. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonmba. That is linkedin.com slash lockedonmba. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we just need the opportunity to vent to get things off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. And having an impartial, unbiased person to listen to you is what therapy can be for some people. So if there is, you know, if you've got something that you really feel strongly about, say it. Say it out loud. Drop it in the comments, even of this video. Go ahead. But if you want someone to talk to about it, go to therapy because that can be one of the things that you're able to do. What it is that you you can get authentically, like what bothers you? Like for me at the moment, there's a lot of stuff in NBA media discourse that really impacts me and I need to vent it out. Sometimes I'll do it here, but you know, talking to a therapist about this stuff and how you process the way it impacts you is key to getting through it, understanding what it is and how you can work through it in your life. So if you been thinking about starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. Therapy is different for everyone. Some of us have bigger problems than whatever's happening in sports or your favorite team. But it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash locked on NBA. Okay, so we've looked at The injury updates, they're not good. The back-to-back Sunday to Monday, there are three teams. This is where we lead into Week 16. Hornets, Clippers, Raptors all have that back-to-back. Don't expect... I'm not going to expect Lamello to play. I'm not going to expect Gordon Hayward to play for the Hornets. I expect that Paul George may sit one for the Clippers. Uh, There is a risk of RJ Barrett not playing both and Jakob Pertle not playing both for the Raptors, I would guess. I think Kawhi will be okay playing there. But they're the two teams, or the three teams, sorry, that play the Sunday-Monday back-to-back. So if you're looking to get stuff done on Sunday... Now, the Zubats thing does really cloud this a bit um, for the Clippers. I guess I've done Sunday while also boosting Monday. Then you're in. If you're looking to stream in, guys, on Sunday for Yahoo Points Leagues, again, some of the names. This is a very weird Sunday stream day because there's a lot of uncertainty around things. We're looking at Santi Aldama, but, like, I don't know. I guess the fact that Jaron is ruled out and Tillman is doubtful means that Santi is going to have to play. So there's there's pretty good. And, like, who's their center? Is Trey jemison, jemison going to start for this team? Who's this? I just didn't even think of that. Who is their center? Or is Santi going to start at center? Don't tell me... T- it's- wow, Trey Jemison. Jesus. Um, Jalen Suggs. I use these Yahoo points cutoff as 50% or lower. Jalen Suggs just should be on a roster. So yeah, going at him if he's there. And then I've got a couple more um, Grizzlies guys. David Roddy and Luke Connard. Now, Kennard barely played last game. But again, there's just a lot of guys out. He's not on the injury report. But other guys are, like Conchar and Vince Williams. Um, so... Could they give more into him, and the same for Roddy? Like, could he, he? He's bad, but could he play thirty-five minutes because of all these players being out? That's possible as well. And then I've got Lou Dort there as well, and we know we know the Lou Dort experience—not good. The only one I feel relatively confident about, and I don't know how much I like this guy as a play, but Corey Kispert, like with Kuzma out, he is going to have to do more. But yeah, it's a it's a really weird situation uh, with the way the injuries are setting up, especially in Memphis. I'm going to keep telling you about it. ESPN points, we're going to Suggs, Aldama, Kennard, Kispert. Al Horford is a really good stream in ESPN points. His value is higher in an ESPN points league than it is on a Yahoo points league, but he's still valuable, obviously, on a Yahoo points scenario as well. And then you've got Lou Dort there for ESPN points. But there's just so much weirdness and up and down and injury reporting shenanigans, which is going to change a lot for a lot of these teams. Be Be aware. It is going to be annoying. It is going to be bad. For Category Leagues, we are streaming in for the points category. I do like Corey Kispert there. Again, not a Corey Kispert guy, but this is an opportunity for him. He went off last game too. Uh, Santi Aldama, he's just going to have to play more. Uh, The Duck, Lou Canard, maybe he plays. I don't know. Would they start Gigi Jackson? Uh, They should, but they haven't. Gigi could give you four points. He could give you 20. He's all over the shop. He's like taller Lou Dort at this point. Uh, David Roddy, again. Look at this. Aldama, Canard, Jackson, Roddy. A lot of Grizzlies there. Somebody has to score. Somebody has to take the shots. But my confidence level is so low. And then Alec Burks in Detroit is an option for us too. Four threes, we are going to Kispert. We're going to Canard, they're the pretty obvious ones there. Leaky Beasley. You can even throw Leaky into the points one too, although we know that he's sort of been a little bit downsized in his role since uh Glenn Rivers took over. You've got Eric Gordon there, you've got Alec Burks, and you've got Santi Aldama, who honestly could have a huge game. But Santi, obviously two games ago was huge. Last game, bad. He's just not consistent. Like that's part of the reason why I'm just not as big on him as a player. Uh, For rebounds, I am going towards Jabari Walker. Even though his minutes have been cut, there is an opportunity for him to step up if Jeremy Grant is out and he is a strong rebounder. Aldama's there, Plumlee's there, although who knows? Plumlee could play zero minutes if Zubats is available. They could just go Zubats and Tice, but I don't know. I've got David Roddy there just through minutes. And then there's the Indiana situation. I've got Jalen Smith there. He would be useful as a backup. He could be way up the list if Miles Turner is out, but then he is also out. Or he is also questionable, sorry, Jalen. So Isaiah Jackson might be the guy. Just don't know, do I? Uh, And the last one there is uh, Drew Eubanks as a rebound stream. The assist list, terrible. Terrible list. It's going to be so hard. I've got TJ McConnell at the top there, but I don't know. Two games ago, TJ was a DNPCD. Last game, Andrew Nempard was a DNPCD. Will one of them be a DNP CD on Sunday? Maybe. Or now that McConnell's on the injury report with a questionable tag, maybe, not McConnell, sorry, Halliburton, is he out? And then McConnell and Nempard share the minutes? Is Mathurin out again? I don't know. McConnell's an option. And then I look down the rest of the guys, like, how confident do I feel in Jacob Gilliard, who played like 33 minutes last game? But what if Rose steps up? What if Pippen returns? Hmm. Got Andrew Nempard there, again, six second legend. Shout out to Andrew Nempard. Um, And anyone else who's a six second legend. Reggie Jackson's there. This is how deep we have to go. Vasily Micic, who might play 18 minutes and have four or five assists. No upside in him, though. And then Chris Dunn, 18-minute legend for him. It's a terrible assist streaming spot. Absolutely terrible, I think. Um, What is that? Why did that come up like that? I was just looking at my my regular like um steel slide. Something has gone wrong, and it's disappeared. So my Steel streamers and my Block streamers. So, and I actually don't have time to go back and recreate it. So I am just going to have to read uh, read it out to you directly. Um, so just take the notes. It's not going to be up on your screen. The Steel streamers for today or for Sunday. Jalen Suggs comes up on that list. Um, Matisse Theibel is there. Cody Martin is there. Um, after I'm just trying to do this on the fly. Uh, Amen Thompson, really good. Ste- Amen's a top 80 player over the last two weeks, by the way. But... It's only because he's shooting free throws at a super high rate. His field goal is way up, and he's got a big steal rate. He's not a must-roster player. It's hard to do that when you're averaging like 6-3-3, three, three, whatever it is. It's a lot of steals, and he's a steals guy. But don't get too overly excited about making a man, Thompson, a must-roster player. Good good stream, though, for the, for the day. And then Jacob Gilead is also worth a look as a, um, as a steals streamer. Again, but where's our certainty? Doesn't really exist. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanJul Sportsbook. So happy Super Bowl to all of you who celebrate from FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Super Bowl Sunday, it's about watching the game, but it's also about getting yourself set. So getting into the right spot, spot on the couch, getting the food ready, the snacks ready, the guest list, the invites, where you're going, but also getting ready to place some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Pick the winner of the game, Chiefs Niners. I am going with the Chiefs. Look at the spread. Look at the total. Look at the MVP odds. Mahomes, it's got to be, surely. But could it be somebody else? Could it be Travis Kelsey? Don't know. But you can check all that out over on Fangio. Anytime touchdown scorers. McCaffrey's my guy there. But there's so many different options and so many different ways that you can get that W going over on Fangio for Super Bowl 58. New customers join today. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Go to fangil.com slash locked on to sign up. That is fangil.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with fangil an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. All right. And you know, given there was an error with my steals stream uh, screen, there's also an error with my blocks one. So I'm just going to read out the blocks. Again, apologies for this uh, technical difficulty. I'm going to read out the blocks ones for you. Um, Nick Richards, he doesn't fall through my cutoff number, but obviously he's the guy. John Isaac's there. Peyton Watson is there. Um, we go to Santiago Aldama uh, Drew Eubanks as a blocks guy, Matisse Steibel, and then we go to the Isaiah Jackson or Jalen Smith slash Isaiah Jackson with the understanding that we just have absolutely no idea of who's going to play and who's going to be in that role. When two of the three centers have questionable tags, it does make it really tough to figure out. If we do look at field goal percentage, this is one of the slides that does work. I've got Mason Plumlee there. Pretty risky, though. Pretty risky. Then we've got the Smith-Jackson combo in Indiana. Drew Eubanks, Mo Wagner, Aaron Wiggins, a very, very, very good field goal percentage player as a wing, and Luke Cornett, but not a huge amount of excitement there with those guys, pretty obviously. Free throw percentage, we've got Alec Burks. We've got Cole Anthony, Luke Kennard, Derek Rose, Josh Richardson, and the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari as free throw percentage stream guys. If you're looking at some of our other categories, um, for three point percentage, uh, Leaky Beasley would be the guy that I take a look at. For offensive rebounds, Jabari Walker. Assist to turnovers, it's probably Jacob Gilliard. For free throws made, I'm going to go with Alec Burks. And for field goals made, I'm going to go with Corey Kispert. Now, the last thing I want to talk about are chunks. Now, normally when we chunk it up, we talk about the next five days. That would mean Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But Thursday is the trade deadline show. So I don't think going the five days out to look at stream options is wise because so much changes on that Thursday. So we're going to chunk it up for four days, Sunday through to Wednesday, which is not what we normally do. And that is how we prioritize ads from today to maximize what we do without losing our week 16 ads to use at the deadline. So Norman Power plays Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. But three games, quality days, all good. Cody Martin. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. We expect that he plays the back-to-back. Jalen Suggs has only got two games, but a nice Sunday game, and he's a good value Tuesday player as well. The two Miami guys, Jaime Hakez and Caleb Martin, they don't play Sunday, Monday, but they play Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So you get the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. So you get the benefit of Haquez, who's available in over 50% of leagues now. Um, and Caleb Martin's available. So you can, you've got the benefit of getting them in on Sunday and then get two games before the deadline hits as well without wasting a week 16 ad. And the other one there is Al Horford. Only the two games, a bit spread out Sunday through Wednesday, but his value is relatively high, especially if they do sit someone like Jalen Brown on Sunday. But I'd probably prefer the three gamers like a Huckers, a Martin, a Powell, and a Cody Martin, in or well, two Martins there, in that scenario. And that brings me to the end of the Sunday streaming show. Sorry it's uh, sorry for that technical error, but also sorry for the fact that there's just so much uncertainty and I, I don't know how so much is going to pan out. It's impossible to know. Too much uncertainty at the moment. Be nimble, be ready, get your moves ready and hopefully we have a win here in week 15. Don't forget to, um, I don't know why I hit that button again, but I want you to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up, the notification bell, all of that great stuff and double bang and pre-bang the trade deadline show. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See so, ya. Yeah.